The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And we sure are glad you're joining us today. Uh, we always start our first segment off with a little uh, thing we call In the News. Mm-hmm. And it's got some interesting stuff tonight, Janine. Really Yeah, has. I mean, the headlines on this oh, first one we're talking about. This is huge. Why butter and eggs won't kill us after all. Flawed science triggers a U-turn on cholesterol fear. Yeah, we've been saying it for years. Right. And well, the over, you know, the, the, the science has just got so overwhelmingly against this garbage that they keep feeding Americans about cholesterol that it's just unbelievable. And that, you know, you need to stay away from eggs. I mean, the egg thing has been going on for years. I mean, there are studies mm-hmm. that say you shouldn't eat eggs and the studies you say you should eat eggs. And they've definitely found another study not too long ago showed that as people have decreased their egg intake mm-hmm. in America, blood pressures have increased. Wow, that's true. Because now, there's actually something that was a couple in, months back. I yeah, think, I mean, it was right? actually something in eggs that actually help. It works like an ACE inhibitor, so it mm-hmm. actually helps blood pressure. So, and people even today, people even that we talk to every day. I had somebody the other day that I was t- saying, you know, eggs are fine. Eat all, you know, whatever. Well, well, I'll eat the whites. No, you need to eat the yolks. Actually, the yolks the best part. It ties most of the nutrients. Mm-hmm. Now, the white has a lot of protein, which is good also, but you need the nutrients in the yolks. So, yeah, sure do. but this study was actually talking about how the government is fixing to change the U.S. Department of Agriculture is actually going to change recommendations on um, cholesterol-containing mm-hmm. foods. And they're right. actually going to take away the scare tactics they use, which is a nutrient of concern, a list that they have, and it's going to be taken off of it. Well, you know, uh, they're, they've been telling everybody, <clears throat> oh, avoid eggs, shellfish, and other cholesterol-laden foods. That's garbage, and you know, and, and and the science has been coming out for years now, and it finally has gotten to the point where it's so overwhelming that you know our U.S. Department of Agriculture, and this is something you're not going to see on the mainstream news for a while. You heard it here first, folks. Um, this this is actually they're going to change their dietary guideline advisory committee. Yep, uh, is going to change these guidelines, and you know it comes out. You know, we and got, what they're saying also is not just. They're going to shift their focus away from warning on cholesterol, mm-hmm. but actually start focusing on sugar. Yes, that's the key. Now, how many times have we said that? A lot. Every show. Yeah, pretty much every we show. Probably every knows. time we talk, we talk yeah. about how sugar damages and yeah. how sugar, it makes inflammation and how sugar causes yeah. all kinds of problems. They, they well, had, well, go ahead. They're going to change their advisory instead of advising on against cholesterol, and they're going to advise on sugar. Yeah. 
You know, there was a doctor, uh, Stephen Nissen, up at the Cleveland Clinic, and it's one of the biggest clinics in the United States as far as cardiovascular health goes. He said it's the right decision. He said we got the dietary guidelines all wrong. Been wrong for decades. And that's one of the problems. Underlying decades. Definitely. Since the the 70s is when most of that started. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, the 70s, even though I actually, telling my age, it don't seem that long ago, the 70s, but if you think about it, that's a while. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've been telling us about... Uh, 45 years. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah well, all right. Uh, they've been telling us about cholesterol and saturated fat. Now, and I don't know how probably a lot of our listeners have heard us talk about the, the good kinds of saturated fats. Now, you know, you don't want any of the trans, trans fats. fats. And, and let me tell you a, a nice way to find out if something's got trans fats in it. If it says it has hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated vegetable oil, Stay the heck away from it. It's yeah. got trans fats in it. It may be small amount, but even <clears throat> our dear old guys at the United States Department of well, the FDA, uh, they said if it's less than one milligram, you don't have we to don't list put it on the label. So it can have it. It's just you know, and they show that even something I saw something uh, a couple of years ago, something as low as like a half a milligram of that stuff can cause damage. Yeah, so you, we're not saying that trans fats are good because no, they're not. they're not. They're very um, And processed fats are mm-hmm. not good either. Right. Um, a lot of the processed packaged foods that we always mm-hmm. also talk against yeah. a lot um, contain soybean oil, cottonseed oil. Those are not good fat. No, not at all. Yeah, there, there was a, uh, there's a London-based cardiologist. Her name, uh, Dr. Asim <clears throat> Malhorta. Good Lord, I probably got that wrong. Anyhow, um, and they wrote about in the British Medical Journal that it was time to bust the myth on the role of saturated fat and heart disease. You know, and they talked about, again, like Janine said, or they're going to turn this on. You know, because one of the problems that we've had is they, they've always, you know, said, okay, get, these, get rid of the saturated fats and everything. And what we did was substitute sugar. Right. If you and, go low fat, you're going to be higher sugar and carbohydrate. Yeah, they so, replace it with sugar, and that's not a good thing. That's really been the downfall of all of heart disease, at least in America, probably in the third, in the whole world. Probably in the whole world, because this is this. And they're talking about in the UK, actually going to probably change their guidelines after the US does. Right. So even the UK is going to follow, which means they followed the US to begin with, probably back in the seventies. Which is probably not a good idea to follow the US in any of these food guidelines. Not in the food guidelines, mm. because the US, the Western diet, as they call it, is not the healthiest, and so no, it needs to get all. healthier. And that's right. what we're here for to try to help you get a healthier diet and. Live healthy, Live healthy be healthy. and be healthy. Exactly. Right, there you go. Kind of good name for a show, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. We'll have to think about that one. Okay. Something else that kind of came up, and this is this came out of uh, the Medical College of Georgia. Um, now, this one interests me because I would have never <laughs> thought. We have used, they're, they're talking about vimpositine. Yeah. Vimpositine is something that we've used for circulation, for ringing in the ears. We've used it for things like that for years. It's even used for memory some. It, uh, they you know, they talk a lot about it for memory. Yeah, now. there's a lot of things right. come out of Impostine. Mm-hmm. One thing I would have never thought to use it for mm-hmm. is treatment for a middle ear infection. Which are tough little rascals to, to work exactly. on. They really are. And this study that they did, I mean, showed great promise. They're actually talking about, they, they keep calling it a medication and a drug in the study because they want to use it as a medication. And it was published in the Journal of Immunology. Right. So it's a good um, journal. Mm-hmm. But they say it suppressed mucus overproduction and improved bacterial clearance mm-hmm. and with strep pneumonia, which is actually the most common cause of a middle ear infection. Right. 
And of course, kids is where this is seen mostly. And they've actually found that, you know, giving antibiotic after antibiotic after antibiotic to all these kids is not real helpful. Well, we know and what so that causes. They yeah. even suggested that this should be repurposed as a new non-antibiotic treatment for otitis media. Yeah, and, you know, and when you think about all of the, 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 the number of kids that we see, and, and I'm sure everybody else, if you've got kids, you've, they've had those middle ear infections, and they're, they're horrible because next thing you know, they're on antibiotic after antibiotic, and you know, from there to the lancing of the eardrum, putting in the tubes, doing all this crazy stuff. And here's something that comes from a plant called the lesser periwinkle. Right, it's periwinkle. Periwinkle plant. Like I said, we've used this for years, and I have never would have thought to use it for this application. No. So it was actually us. That's one reason we look at new research that comes out every day is so that we can learn new things. Right. Um, Well, we definitely learn something here. We're always learning. Um, We always say we don't know everything. We're we're trying, but, you know, everybody needs to learn something new every day. Yeah. What was interesting was the average patient cost for medication for this stuff, something like $17. Right. Compared to like $384 per child uh, in an outpatient situation for antibiotics and so on. Right. Oh, my goodness. They actually talked about how many billions of dollars a year are spent on middle ear infections. It's something like 2.88 or something like that, wasn't it? It was a lot. Yeah. Um, so that's the one that just came out Friday. So yeah. that, that actually was a really good one. So just if you have kids and you want to, you know. Keep that. And it's keep, safe. I mean, you can, you can give it to kids. I mean, it's, it's not something that, oh, you have to be 14 years old to take it. No, I mean, this is safe for children, little babies. Yeah. And so that, that, that was just really interesting to me. Right. Now, the next one hmm. was how vitamin E keeps your muscles healthy. Right. You know, and again, we've used vitamin E for everything you can think of, but muscle health, I mean, it's not something that you typically think about for healthy muscles. Right. They've definitely found that it actually helps with the cell membranes. Mm-hmm. And before they really weren't sure why vitamin E kept the muscles healthy. Mm-hmm. They knew it did. But they didn't know exactly why. And they now have found for sure that they say it actually helps with the membrane. And so it doesn't let things leak out of the cell that shouldn't. And that actually you can properly heal the muscle. And with all muscles, building muscle, you break down muscle first, then you rebuild it. Mm -hmm. And so if you have the inability to build that muscle back up, you're never going to have strong, healthy muscles. Yeah, one of the researchers, I thought this is kind of interesting, a little quote here. And, quote, this means for the first time, 83 years after its initial discovery, we know what the cellular function of vitamin E is. How about that? It took them 83 years, but we got it out. We got it figured yeah. out. Cool. And, you know, talking about vitamin E, mm-hmm. there are different types of vitamin E that you can take. There really are. Mm-hmm. Now, we always tell people, you, there's been study after study after study on the differences in synthetic E and natural E. Yeah. That there's real easy to tell when you look at a label. Yeah, if it says D-alpha, decopherol. it's natural. Right. It's a natural form. If it's got a D and an L, it's a synthetic form. Right. And actually, when you look at the alpha decopherol, it's not the most biologically active, is it? The gamma is one of your better ones. And we always, every vitamin E that we have is actually vitamin E with mixed decopherols. Right. It's always, which is a combination right. of the different types of E. Of course, it's all natural. Mm-hmm. But it is different types of vitamin E because that does make a difference. Mm-hmm. And But it's, it's easy. I always tell people, look at your label. If it says DL, it's synthetic. Yeah, it's synthetic. And, and, and this research has been coming out for years showing that synthetic takes, takes huge amounts of synthetics to do anything because your body just doesn't know what to do with it. You know? 
And right. even on some of the studies that have shown negativity maybe on vitamin E, it's always been used in those studies, the synthetic form. They've always used a synthetic form, which I always thought was kind of cheap shot by the, you know, the folks doing that. Right, but, because they're know. trying to make it not work. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, even in this article, they even, you know, vitamin E just does help a lot. And they've even mentioned it, you know, we knew it was for memory and they knew it actually kept down Alzheimer's. And there's no doubt that there's a lot of research with Alzheimer's and protecting the neuron, you know, neurons mm-hmm. from free radicals. Um, but, you know, they are saying definitely, definitely muscles. Right. You know, now, while we're on muscles, and this is something else that um, uh, is kind of interesting, I guess, uh, omega-3s actually show that they slow the age-associated muscle loss. I know. This, huh. They actually, you know, as people age, mm-hmm. no doubt. They say that actually after the age of 50, you lose 1% to 2% of all muscle each year. And then strength declines as well at the rate of 1.5 per year. Mm-hmm. And then after 60, it starts going down by about 3%. Yeah. And when they look, the omega-3 fatty acids from fish, and it mm-hmm. was specifically when they right. did this when it was from fish, um, definitely showed to help muscle mass and function, as well as testosterone injections, growth hormones, um, DHEA. DHEA. So mm-hmm. do your mm-hmm. omega-3. That's so good for everything anyway. And what they found was they, they used uh, on the omega-3s 1.8 grams, which is, you know, uh, 1,800 milligrams um, of, of EPA. EPA and 1,500 milligrams or yeah, 1.5 grams per day of DHA in their control. And they used it for six months. And in six right. months. In six it, months. That was not a short study. No, it's not a short study. But in six months, they, they actually show, you know, all this increase in muscle volume, increase in grip strength. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Now, most people that take omega threes, because mm-hmm. we have them every day walking the store, oh, buying yeah. it at the big box stores, they're getting very low EPA and DHA, and they're not mm-hmm. taking enough of it. That's um, true. On you know, on the amount that they use in here, it was actually one of the prescription fish oils, which our fish oil is exactly like. Is ex- yeah. now you take four a day, and that gives you eighteen hundred of EPA right. and fifteen hundred of DHA. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what you need. If you take a lower amount, you may not get the benefit from You're it. Probably not going to get. So you benefit. do want a good fish oil, pharmaceutical grade, and you want it to be a high enough strength. Okay, we're coming up on the little break here. We'll be right back with more good stuff. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about doctors' nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. 
There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life, naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tonight, as promised, we're going to be talking about various kinds of arthritis. Yeah, and did you know that there is like more than 100 kinds of arthritis? That's a lot. Yes. Now, we're not going to talk about 100 different kinds tonight. No. We are going to talk about the most common arthritis. And many, many Americans, 46 million U.S. adults, actually have some sort of arthritis. Uh, yes, they do. <clears throat> and, you know, the most common is osteoarthritis. Right. Or wear and tear arthritis. Which is why, I mean, if you think about why, the wear yeah. and tear part of it. Right. Um, osteo is actually degenerative arthritis. Yes, it is. Which... It can be, people say, okay, if it's degeneration, is it just because you've hurt yourself? Well, not just because, but no doubt that when you do hurt yourself, it actually makes it worse. Right. That, that actually speeds the process, I yeah, guess. But yeah. you can actually have it run in your family. I mean, you can actually have degeneration that actually does run in families. There's, uh, Yeah. I mean, genetically, uh, some families are just kind of predisposed to that. And then depending on what you do, which would we would call epigenetics... Uh, how we live life, uh, they can actually speed up the process a little bit there. Yeah, and an arthritis can actually get debilitating. It certainly can, even um, this osteoarthritis. So you just can. talk about just a little arthritis, but you know, some arthritis is actually really bad. You can get to where you, it's hard to comb your hair and grip objects, and mm-hmm. you know, of course, sitting and bending and standing and all that stuff starts getting bad. Now, mm-hmm. most people over a certain age have it to where when they go to get up, they're a little stiff. Uh, kind of been guilty of that yeah. myself. Yeah. So okay. stiffness, pain mm-hmm. when you're walking, mm-hmm. swelling in the joint, loss of motion. I mean, all that is signs you know, of maybe having osteoarthritis. Watching somebody try to open a jar of pickles yeah. or honey, you know, they, they, they grip it and it's like, oh gosh, they just can't do it. You know, that's a biggie, you know, uh, it really is. Now, a lot of times, like we say, osteo, if you have injured yourself in the past, when you are a kid and you have a fall and you don't think you hurt yourself, later in life is when you may have degeneration in that area. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, one of the one of the ways to see osteoarthritis is x-ray. That's probably the most uh, accurate way to diagnose it. Well, yeah, because you look and what you see is little osteophytes. 
know, like little I said, when we spurs. actually, yeah, little spurs, mm-hmm. little osteophytes. And if you look at the spine, you're going to see loss of disc height, loss mm-hmm. of the, it's just a certain way it looks on x-ray. Hard to explain sometimes, but there's no doubt you can see it at even a young age. It doesn't, you don't have to be older to have even osteo. Um, if That's you have accidents true. when you're young and you actually have had falls, sometimes by the time we've seen, we've seen them 17, 18 years old that actually we're starting to have degeneration. And mm-hmm. I know that when we, you know, x-rays of necks in some 18-year-olds, we've seen that like old gymnast. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. you actually see degeneration pretty young because they may start when they're 8 or 10. And so it might be 8, 10 years later, but they're already showing some degeneration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, when you start wearing and tearing on that, that, that cartilage around the, the joints and, and the cushioning effect of, of the joint, and when you start losing that, uh, wow, things can really happen fast. And like you say, you can have that uh, uh, stiffness. You know, and a lot of times, you know, you get up in the morning and you're kind of stiff, and if it takes you eh, 20, 30 minutes to get going good, that's a sign of that osteoarthritis creeping up on you. Yeah, and, you know, I had somebody in the day talking about, you know, the back, back problems and degeneration in their mm-hmm. back. But I weighed him, and he was 337 pounds. That's a lot of pressure and on And most yeah. of it was in the front. So I said, you know hmm. how much weight that is pulling on you? Now, that is going to make it worse. There's no doubt being obese or overweight increases degeneration and actually makes the problem worse. Oh, no doubt about that. And yeah. not only is just being overweight a problem, if you think about it, what have we talked about a thousand times? Sugar. Sugar and diet. Mm. So the more you actually eat, mm-hmm. the more the body has to process, the more pro-inflammatories you have, and the more inflammation you have, and the more degeneration you're going to have. Yeah, you know, I mean, I guess everything that we've talked about probably in the past nine or so months, or however long we've been doing this, um, and even before that, you know, we always talk about inflammation, and almost everything that's going to help osteoarthritis is going to be some sort of anti-inflammatory, be it your food that you eat, the fish oil that you take, or something like that. It's going to have to be something that stops that inflammatory cycle. Right, because inflammation, like we talked about, is probably one of the biggest reasons for any chronic disease and any chronic problem. It, uh, disease, in, in, I mean, just underlying disease, yeah. it doesn't have to be just arthritis. Well, but yeah, they found heart disease, mm. cancer, oh, yeah, all um, that stuff. You know, autoimmune diseases, everything is inflammatory. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to keep the inflammation down. And we've talked before about foods and how to keep inflammation down. Now, always we t- talk about staying off the grains and sugar. Mm-hmm. And that actually helps. But that is definitely pro-inflammatory. Now, there are some nightshade plants, which some of these I really like. (laughs) And we do eat them because we we have our inflammation under control. But there is the nightshade plants. Like your tomatoes and potatoes. Tomatoes, potatoes, eggplants, and peppers. peppers. They're all considered nightshade, which are pro-inflammatory. And the peppers and the tomatoes and the eggplant we We really love. We do. Um, We're growing quite a bit of them right now. Yes, we actually had a little bit of a fresh tomato out of the garden today. That's right, First one. First ones. Itty-bitty ones, but we had some. don't knock them. They're still good, okay? They'll be bigger ones. So, you know, diet is real important, making sure you get enough water. And, you know, when you're young. You know, that's real important. Yeah, hydration. Yeah. So many people that we talk to on a daily basis are so dehydrated, it's not even funny. Right. If you think about it, your joints, Mm -hmm. they have something called synovial fluid Mm -hmm. in between the joint. And if you get dehydrated, it even affects the synovial fluid. Yeah. A key key word there, fluid. Right. Fluid. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you start lowering that synovial fluid, then you're going to get more degeneration Mm -hmm. because then you're going to get, you know, bones rubbing on bones and 
you know, you start having things happen when you don't have enough fluid in there to protect it. There's synovial fluid for a reason, but if you're not hydrated, then you may not have what you should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's probably, like I say, that's the biggie. You know, just drink enough water helps so many things, especially some even some of these arthritic problems and so on, too. Now, one of the other things or types of arthritis, it's very common, uh, actually too common sometimes, right. is the rheumatoid. Yes. And rheumatoid arthritis is one that it affects about, a, you know, 1.3 million people in the United States a, a, a yearly. Yeah, so there's, it's, there's a it's lot. Quite common. And it's actually, they say it's on the rise. And yes. almost all autoimmune diseases are. Now, mm-hmm. other autoimmune diseases like lupus can affect the joints. There's many of the autoimmune diseases that can affect the joints. It's just mm-hmm. RA is one that's known for it. And it is mostly affects the joint. But we always say when it comes to rheumatoid, it's a little different. It's mm-hmm. not just about degeneration. It's actually, it's the body attacking itself. Right. And, you know, and, and anytime you have an autoimmune thing, uh, we always have to go back. I think we've talked about that when we did the gut show, uh, setting up that autoimmune problem. Notice when the gut starts leaking gut and that kind of thing sets up all these uh, uh, things like autoimmune problems like rheumatoid and all these other things too. It's kind of amazing that, you know, majority, actually, 75% of those affected with RA are women. Yeah, it's, it's very high on women. Very high. And another thing, I mean, we always say on RA, we do a lot of the same things, and we're going to be talking here in a minute about specifics for nutrients that you can do for joints and arthritis. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things for osteo you can do for rheumatoid, but mm-hmm. you have to add in extra for rheumatoid mm-hmm. because you have to do things for the immune system. Um, sure do. Now, on any autoimmune disease... You don't want to necessarily boost the immune system. No. Because boosting it can make your own body attack itself more. Because actually, medically, what they do is suppress the exactly. immune system. Exactly. Most of the drugs for RA are immunosuppressants. Now, in natural medicine, we don't like to suppress the immune system. Mm-hmm. We like to normalize the immune system. Yeah, you want it to function properly. Right. Uh, but you also don't want it to over-attack itself. Right. You know, you don't want to do that. Now, there's a few things we'll talk about this specific because it's most specific to RA is a lot of autoimmune diseases in general, mm-hmm. and RA is definitely one of them, is thought to be some sort of infection in your body that the body is trying to attack and it attacks itself instead. Right. You know, and, and we in the alternative or natural medicine movement for years have thought, you know, an immune system that works so perfectly most of the time why would it decide to turn on itself? And we always thought that, gosh, there has to be something that that immune system is trying to get because your immune system contains cells, uh, those little uh, lymphocytes and, and granulocytes and so on that can actually turn into nasty little critters that can destroy any tissue in your body to get to a microorganism or virus or whatever that's actually causing the problem. And some of the latest research out of the University of Colorado actually shows us that. Right. And they're, they're talking about a fungus. Uh, well, they started. Yeah, and they were dealing they're, with they're looking at fungus, stuff, And there's right. also been some research about bacterial mm-hmm. and other about virus. Yeah. So we've talked about that for 20 years. I mean, we've honestly mm-hmm. said it's either a virus, a fungus or bacteria or something. something you know, we can't exactly it. say what it is. But if you have an autoimmune disease and especially RA, since we are talking about rheumatoid arthritis tonight, you want to do something for that. So one of our go-tos always for that is something we call Olivier, mm-hmm. which is an antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, antiparasite. Yeah. It, it killed just about anything they threw at it. Right. Yeah. And Petri dishes, it'll kill about anything. Mm-hmm. So you want to 
actually, we usually do that. And then we also, something that we use to normalize immune system is colostrum. Mm-hmm. And colostrum is from a cow, and mm-hmm. it actually contains your immunoglobulins. And the one, the colostrum we use specifically, is actually, it actually maintains what they call the proline-rich polypeptides. Mm. Now, if a Those colostrum does not have your PRPs in it, it's not going to help the autoimmune diseases as that well. That's true. Okay, we're coming up on another break. Uh, We'll be back just in a few minutes, and we'll have some more goodies for you. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we've been talking about arthritis, and we've talked about osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis, and we don't want to forget the psoriatic arthritis. Right. Now, psoriatic arthritis a lot of times comes after someone has had psoriasis. Right. Everybody's seen that. You don't have to get it just because you have psoriasis, but up to 15% of the patients with psoriasis will get psoriatic arthritis. Mm -hmm. And it strikes about the age of 30 to 50. That's usually when you see it. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
and it definitely it can be in one joint it can be in many joints but one of the things i still remember in school when they talked about psoriatic arthritis being sausage fingers yeah and that's kind of the thing that you know your fingers start having sausage-like swelling right and it also is associated with pitting in the fingernails and discolored fingernails and so if you start having those symptoms you may want to get checked for psoriatic arthritis Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times with psoriatic, of course, it, like I said, it, it usually starts with the skin. Mm-hmm. It typically. Mm-hmm. And 80% of the people, they actually have the skin problem first. Mm-hmm. And then they actually have the other. We always, one of the one of the top things for psoriatic arthritis, for one is diet. We always change the diet in someone with psoriatic arthritis. Definitely. And then the next thing is um, fish oil. Now, when we talk about changing the diet, I mean, that's kind of a glib statement. How do we change the diet, Janine? No grains, no sugar, and usually psoriatic arthritis, no dairy. Ah, I told somebody that today. Matter of fact, I had them on the phone, and uh, and, and they were in another state. They didn't want to hear that, did they? No, uh, she did not want to hear that. She said, dairy? I said, yeah, afraid so. Um, and, you know, somehow in a typical, uh, bless her heart, she said, that means I can't eat my eggs? No, eggs are eggs not, are not dairy. dairy. Eggs are chickens. They actually put... Eggs in or, the dairy department, but but they're, they're not, not dairy. dairy. So yeah, yeah, when you stop dairy, you don't have to stop eggs. Mm. So psoriatic arthritis, you know, like I said, is one of the really bad ones. It can be very painful. It can be very debilitating because you've got both components. You've got that skin lesion and arthritis. I mean, as if one's not bad enough, you know, you kind of got both things going on. It's not a very pleasant thing for sure. Now we're going to talk about we're going to talk about some supplements that actually help with arthritis, but it can actually help with different types. Um, because, of course, a lot of the things that's used in natural medicine for arthritis is anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. And if you get down inflammation, mm-hmm. you can help with many, many things. Mm-hmm. You sure can, you know, which brings us up to things like, uh, you know, our old buddy Boswellia. Yeah, Boswellia yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's actually frankincense, yeah. which everybody's heard that. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely, you know, the components in Boswellia has Definitely shown to help with the cartilage. It helps with anti-inflammatory analgesic properties. Mm-hmm. And actually, it may even help the autoimmune process. Yeah. Now, something else that's not used quite as, quite as often, I guess. We use it quite a bit. Uh, it's called SAM-E. Yeah. right. But the nice thing about SAM-E or s it it has kind of an analgesic effect as well. Uh, good anti-inflammatory effect. The nice thing about it is it's one of those few things that actually may stimulate cartilage to growth and, and actually signal the production of cartilage protein. Yeah, and SAMe, I mean, it's good for other things, too. It's good oh, for depression, it's and it's good for, for liver. liver. You know, that's, mm-hmm. the th- that's the things, liver, depression, and joint health. I mean, that's probably the things you hear about it most. But I see more people taking SAMe for the depression part right. of it, not as much for joints. Um, but definitely, I've had people over the years that, for one, it affects the neurotransmitter serotonin. And anytime you increase serotonin, you can actually help with chronic pain. Mm-hmm. So it helps with the pain that way, and it has other effects on the cartilage, which also helps with the joints and pain as well. Certainly does. Now, you know, something, I guess everybody's seen these uh, rubs that have capsaicin in it, which is, the, you know, basically the hot out of a hot pepper. Yeah. And, and yes, they do offer some typical... Uh, uh, topical, uh, typical topical. That's kind of a jumbled up. Typical mess, but topical. Yeah, typical topical. <laughs> but uh, these typical topical uh, pain relief, and it can help some. Uh, it's not a wonder drug, it's so to speak. No, I always say stuff that's topical definitely hurt. Don't hurt. Do it. No. 
um, and as long as you're not allergic to it, as long as it don't burn your skin, right? Um, use it, and if it actually helps with the pain, that's good. But you still need the internal things, right? Which is something else like turmeric or the curcumins from turmeric. Wonderful stuff. I they mean, really, I mean, there there's some there is so much research. Oh, we could spend a whole show right on the research just on that one product. We really could. Um, whether I mean, no doubt. We talk about it for inflammation. Mm -hmm. And the way it helps almost everything it helps is from inflammation. But Mm -hmm. there's actually been specific studies where they actually looked at knee osteoarthritis. Mm -hmm. And they actually showed that it definitely improved function and pain. Mm -hmm. Um, They did another study on RA Mm -hmm. and showed that it worked as well or better than any NSAIDs that they gave people for RA. I, you know, and think about that now. This is that ibuprofen and stuff you've been taking or whatever. No, it's actually the NSAIDs. It was the non-steroidal well, anti-inflammatories. Well, no, it, 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 ibuprofen's an NSAID, but they don't use it as much as, as some of the new ones now, Mobic and all those. Uh, and But it's an old one, so to speak. But it's something that works that well, and it's a natural compound. And it, you know, something else about curcumin, you take it for your osteoarthritis or your rheumatoid arthritis, helps your brain, too. Oh, it helps. It helps so many things. I mean, it's a, mm-hmm. they have tons of anti-cancer research on it. Mm-hmm. So the curcumins, you really can't go wrong. And I mean, we have a, have a study that I'm looking at right here that's actually about RA. Mm-hmm. And it talked about active RA. Mm-hmm. And they no doubt showed that it actually helped with active RA and, you know, other arthritic conditions. But in this one, you know, RA is one of the harder ones to affect. It, and it a lot of studies, is, right. if it can help with RA, it's going to definitely help with some of the other inflammatory processes as well. Mm-hmm. Now, on curcumin, almost every study that you look at, they talk about the extract. Right. They don't talk about just going taking the raw herb. No. Um, because a lot of times, you've got to get enough active ingredients. And we always talk about the differences. There are so many differences in natural products. They truly are. You do. And you have to make sure it's a pharmaceutical grade. You have to make sure it's standardized extracts so to, to actually get equal to what these studies are doing. You know, and one thing about uh, curcumins or turmeric and uh, its alkaloids, the curcumin alkaloids and so on. One thing about those, they've always been shown to be extraordinarily hard to absorb through the gut. And there's one company that we use their stuff pretty much exclusively uh, it's called Indina, a company uh, that puts together a product, and they formed one called a phytosome. It's called Mariva, and it's a it's the one that has the absolute best absorption rate of any of the curcumin right. supplements. So we is. do have that. We have one mm-hmm. called Curcumisorb and another one called Mariva. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so, the same well, it, thing. Mar- yeah. They're the same the thing. Same it's thing. just actually a different amount in the bottle is really the mm-hmm. only difference. That's it. So that's a really good one. Now, other things like fish oil. We mentioned it for the psoriatic arthritis. Oh, fish oil, great anti-inflammatory, can help with any inflammatory process. Definitely helps with almost all your type of arthritis. Mm-hmm. And great for, again, for the brain. Mm-hmm. Great for, there's so many other things that it is good for. Mm-hmm. Now, something else that you hear a lot about, too, is ginger extract. Yeah, ginger is yeah. one of the really good ones. Yeah, we good. even have a few of the combination um, that actually have your ginger curcumin, mm-hmm. um, boswellia, all of them together. Mm-hmm. So it's even, you know, that's even really good because you have the anti-inflammatory. We even have another one called pain relief that's going to have your a lot of your anti-inflammatories as well, along with white willow bark, which white willow bark is your natural aspirin. Right. It's the uh, salicate that comes from the, the willow bark that is, you know, the Indians here in America used to chew it uh, as a pain relief. They would actually chew the stuff or make a tea out of it and uh, it works pretty good too 
Okay. Now we've talked about all these different things and there are, I mean, you could again go all day about that, but there is something that we use predominantly for arthritis, whether it be osteo or whether it be rheumatoid. Um, it is actually something called Perna. Yeah, Perna is, oh, the research on Perna is just unbelievable. Now we've used it ourselves for, I've been involved with it for over 30, 35 years. Um, We've used it together probably for over 20-something. Oh, yeah. We, and, and we have a product called Pernamax, and it's going to have your Perna, mm-hmm. and then it's going to also have some Boswellia, and it's going to have some other anti-inflammatories in it, and then it has extra glucosamine sulfate. Now, Perna itself contains all your, all your different glucosamines. Now, when it is done in clinical trials against glucosamine, there's no question what works best. Um, so many people out there are taking glucosamine chondroitin, but we found that Perna works probably 10 to 1 over those products alone. Well, because it has all nine different classes of glucosamines. Everybody thinks that we've only got one in our body. There's nine of them in our body. And, you know, when you look, Perna, 60% of it is protein. And it has right. all your different amino acids in there at the same time. Mm-hmm. You get your glucosaminoglycans and you get your, like your control, chondroitins. You get that. You get minerals, naturally occurring minerals, lipids, proteins. You get all that in one thing. And, and uh, the, up at Clemson University, they did a study on it. It's been a while back. And they actually showed that it had an anti-inflammatory effect. Oh, definitely. It shows that it helps inflammation. It actually has also been shown it down, what they call down-regulates the immune system. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking something about RA, mm-hmm. you don't want a stimulant effect on the immune system. You want to down-regulate it so it doesn't over What keeps it from overreacting, yes. right. And so it's been shown to help that. So mm-hmm. you start looking at this, Perna. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're already taking glucosamine and chondroitin and getting some benefit, you're going to get a lot of benefit from the Perna. Um, sure are. We've taken it ourselves for years. Now, Another thing that we use, and like still not near as much, is, is collagen. Mm-hmm. We don't use it near as much as the Perna, but we use it, and actually we both take it. Our, we, we take both of them ourselves because um, we don't want to be to where we can't get up and walk around and get stiff, and we both have old injuries and old things from the past. I've just got some old stuff. <laughs> uh, You're getting, I'm just, getting yeah, old. <laughs> I hate that word, but yes, okay. But like I said, the, the Perna does so many different things because it does downregulate the immune system. It actually reduces destruction of cartilage. And it also enhances the cart, um, cartilage synthesis. It decreases inflammation. There is, and the research from Clemson has everything pretty much, I mean, there, you, it, it lays it out to where it shows how beneficial it can be. Yeah, it really does. That, that's a, that was a really good study that they did there. It's been you know, a few years back. But it, it, it was amazing, some of the stuff that came out of it. And, you know, this stuff only comes from one place in the world. It comes from New Zealand. Yeah. They actually farm it down there uh, in, in those pristine waters around New Zealand. And, uh, but it's, it's an amazing. I, I, I heard the story one time about when the settlers first went to New Zealand and we inhabited that place and the aborigines that were there, they didn't have a word in their vocabulary for arthritis and rheumatism. Yeah, because they had this compound. They, they ate all, this stuff yeah, every they day. ate it every day. Yeah, they ate it. Yeah. And a lot of people's never heard of it. Um, was probably, I mean, when, probably years and years ago, it came out in animal products first. First time I ever saw it was in an animal study, or actually, an animal friend of mine who's a veterinarian had a dog brought to him that had hip dysplasia, and they were going to put the dog down. And sure enough, he said, "Yeah, okay, sure." He didn't. He fed this dog this Perna, 
And I saw the dog when he first brought it in. I saw the dog about two weeks later, and the dog was standing up, moving around, wagging her tail. I said, what did you give her? And he told me, it's Perna. That's 35 years ago. I said, I got to have some of that stuff. And, and sure enough, it, uh, since then, I mean, we've used it on all kinds of patients. And you still and don't see it as common no. as you see other glucosamine. So no. I do tell people, you know, try it. And now you cannot take Perna. The people that can't take Perna is if you are allergic to shellfish. Of course, it is a shellfish. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, if you have gout, which we're going to be talking about gout in our next segment, mm-hmm. because, of course, it being a shellfish can actually aggravate gout. Yeah. So we don't use it for that. Okay, coming up on another break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about doctor's nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We were talking in the last segment about Perna and how long we've used it on uh, various arthritic conditions. And, you know, the, some of the studies that we were just talking about there at Clemson and so on, one of the studies talked about the uh, combining effect of Perna 
along, it was called perna canaliculus or the green lip muscle. Uh, but to combine that perna along with some other things like MSM and a little bit more glucosamine sulfate, and it's just kind of amazing um, how that actually showed to be that much more beneficial. And that's exactly what we did in the perna, perna Max. Right. The perna Max has all of it right there for you. And like I said, and if you if you're allergic to shellfish, you can't take it, or if you have gout, you can't take it. And we do have we do carry a, a other glucosamine mm-hmm. that is actually shellfish free for those that absolutely can't take perna. But if you can take if you can eat shellfish, you might be much better off with Pernamax than with the other glucosamine right. products. We've seen so many people that were taking regular glucosamine products over the years, and for, they would switch over and try the perna. And they found, gosh, this yeah, stuff it works really so much works better. So much now, better. There, you know, we do have a few collagen products that mm-hmm. actually the collagen, we mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And then actually we have one called um, Collagen Plus, which mm-hmm. it does have the glucosamine, MSM, mm-hmm. and the collagen in it. Right. And collagen does help with building the connective tissues around. Mm-hmm. And we even have one called Arthred that is actually for arthritis. But we sell more of it for skin and hair. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> collagen has so much benefits for other things. And more people actually buy it from that than probably joints, to be honest I, with you. I would have to say that by far, that one is um, taken more for its aesthetic. Exactly. Values, uh, it really which does. Which it really does help. It I does. Mean, I mean, believe you, it or not. You, see, you see a big difference. You can tell a big difference in your skin, a big difference in your hair. You can't see the inside of your joints, and I'm no. sure it has some good benefits there. But it's nothing that you can actually see. Now, a lot of people feel it. A lot of people say my joints feel a lot mm-hmm. better since I've been doing this, too. So, there's, you don't have to. A lot of people, just in, with arthritis in general, people say, well, I'm getting old. I'm just supposed to hurt. Well, no, you don't necessarily have to hurt. doesn't have to I be. mean, there's no doubt that degeneration comes with age. And the older you get, the more likely you are to have it. But you don't have to hurt. There are things out there, and it's things that actually aren't going to cause other problems. Mm-hmm. Like your NSAIDs can tear up your stomach. Ooh, they um, can. And the kidneys. I mean, they, you have, you know... So many of the things can affect kidney function. That's actually the prescription for inflammation. So the things that we're talking about here today don't. So you can take them. There's no use in hurting. That's true. Now, you know, we mentioned that if you've got gout, you wouldn't want to take the shellfish things. If you've got gout, there's a lot of things you don't want to do. Right. So let's talk about gout for a minute. Because mm-hmm. gout is actually another very, very common, and it is considered an arthritis. And they actually call it gouty arthritis. Right. Because mm-hmm. it is actually, it's... it's got it's painful stiff inflamed joints it's actually caused by crystals that build up because of excess uric acid yeah and you know and here's the thing it always happens with uric acid you're born with that inefficient method of getting rid of uric acid it just takes a long time decades maybe for that stuff to build up to start causing problems that's why it's not seen in like teenagers yeah and there's other conditions that they're they link with having gout mm-hmm. and it's diabetes high cholesterol high blood pressure, kidney, kidney disease, disease, heart right. disease. And actually, you know, the the gout, the uric acid itself is not good for all those things. But then again, maybe some of the lifestyle choices that you've made for you to have those also increase your uric acid. You know, one of the biggest culprits in, in, in building up uh, uric acid or causing gout is high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, which that's not good for anything. I haven't seen anything and good yet. I do yeah. tell people that is something you need to read labels and never eat anything with high fructose corn syrup. I have people say, well, you know, how often can I eat it? Never. Never is a good time. Never no. is a good thing. So no. never do high fructose corn syrup. They've definitely linked it to increased gout 
and increase. And actually, for years, sugar wasn't mentioned in general. Now, sugar no. can even increase gout. Well, because if you think about sugar now, uh, that white table sugar that you've got sitting around somewhere, 50% of it is glucose, 50% of it is fructose. The glucose part doesn't taste sweet. The fructose does. Now, the super high fructose stuff that you put in these sodas and stuff, that's real sweet. But then that's the really the one. But even table sugar is actually going to cause problems because it has 50% of it is fructose. Yeah. Hmm. And I always say people, you know, that come in with flare-ups of gout mm-hmm. and people that's had gout before, they usually know something is wrong. Yeah, typically. Now, it can get in the big toe, which everybody hears of. So it can get in the big toe, but it doesn't have to be. It can be in the elbow. It can be in the knee. It can be in the ankle. It can be in so any it can joint, be in any basically. joint, mm-hmm. but the big toe is a common area. Mm-hmm. And it hurts so bad, they usually can't walk. Now, if change it's in it, that toe, yeah, I promise you. Yeah. Changing the diet is essential. Essential. And I mean essential to where you have to stop the foods that actually increase uric acid. Now, we talked about sugar and high fructose corn syrup. Mm-hmm. Got to stop that. Mm-hmm. Your shellfish mm-hmm. are high. high. Some of your... In, like organ extracts, and people say, well, I don't eat organs. Well, if you eat bouillon, you're probably eating yeah, organ extracts. Sort of, yeah. So I do tell people they don't think about things like that. You know, and something that a lot of people don't think about until it bites them, so to speak, and that's asparagus. Yeah. Asparagus is huge. Asparagus has pretty high purines, and mm-hmm. it can definitely flare it up. And we get a lot of folks in who, that have gout, and we start talking to them, about, especially the guys, and you know, we start talking to them about things that they need to get away from, and I always tell them, beer. Now, alcohol in general can be problematic. Certain alcohols are worse. Beer happens to be one of the highest in purines, and they always kind of cry in their beer when I tell them they're going to have to stop the beer. But it really will cause a lot of pain for these gout people. Yeah, and like I said, with gout, you do have to watch your proteins because certain things do make it. And then another thing that I saw people don't really realize is the roe, which is the little fish eggs that's on sushi. Mm-hmm. That's one of your highest source of purines. So it's going to increase your uric acid more than ever. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have gout, like I said, definitely diet changes. You can get online usually and find lists of purine foods or mm-hmm. things that increase oh, yeah. uric acid. And, you know, that's real important. But the, another thing that a lot of people have heard of is black cherry extract. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a combination product called uric acid formula. It's specifically put together for gout and uric acid, and it does work real well. Oh, it works great. I mean, uh, we have people that get started on it, and it's just amazing. Uh, now, they will take it religiously because it works. And, you know, w- when you've had gout or a flare-up of gout and in- inability to walk and one thing or another, you'll take something like that that works. They and there really are work. medications that they use for gout, but mm-hmm. there are such side effects yeah. on those gout drugs. And people just take things without even thinking about what else it might do to them. Gout is something you can change by diet and supplements. I mean, sure diet can. alone can usually do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, why take a drug that can actually make kidney failure, liver failure, you know, mm-hmm. fluid retention, shortness of breath, rash, dizziness, gastrointestinal problems? Just change your diet. That's what that well, we, we always stress that. That's the one thing that we always stress is that dietary change, especially with that. Well, we're coming up on the end of the show. Hopefully you learned something about arthritis, whether it be gout or osteo or rheumatoid or psoriatic or one of those other ones. Uh, we only got to about five or six out of the uh hundred. Hundred, so. exactly. Yeah. And if y'all ever have a question, just give us a call. Like sure we do. said, we can answer yeah. any questions you may have. And if you show up next week, we're gonna be talking about uh, Tai Chi. Tai Chi. 
And yeah, we're going to have a really neat guy on to tell us all about Tai Chi. It's a nice form of exercise, really is. So we'll see you back then for some more Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Drs. Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.